are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Park the sound is your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked on Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked on Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. So here's what I got on tap for you guys today. We've got Syracuse versus Carolina big action as we're gearing up for our third ACC win of the year more importantly we've got some big news in the college football world we got our rankings in after the national championship game it was who I'm trying to tell you Alabama different but can Carolina be the team that is in that conversation the college football playoffs next year we'll talk about it and I might have a reason why that you'll find out at the end of the show so let's get right into it okay Carolina faces off against the Orange tonight at 9 p.m. I know you guys are super excited to see this team on ESPN if you have it make sure you're tuning in locked and loaded from wherever you are I know Tar Heels are across the world okay now let's talk about Syracuse right we are facing a good team not a great team but certainly a good team the orange are coming to Carolina to take on the heels with a current record of seven and two head coach Jim Beheim has got some key players like Quincy Garrier who are going to bring that energy as he leads the orange with 15 and a half points per game averages team best around nine rebounds Per game, second best in the ACC, he tops the conference in double-doubles at four. And his field goal percentage, which is 60%, ranks second in the conference. Now, Syracuse owns the ACC's best scoring margin at plus 12 and a half, but they don't really have notable wins, right? They haven't beat, they beat the Buffalo and some random other teams that you don't really know about. And yet they still are going to, I wouldn't say might, they're going to give Carolina trouble as we've seen this season. They're a tough competitor. Carolina knows that zone defense is going to be one that's going to give us a little bit of problems tonight. We'll see. This might be Carolina's big scoring night. This might be the time where you're betting on the over. I would do it but just in case you never know okay I'm not gonna say never say never Uh, but you know that's just Carolina for you right so let's talk about the series UNC versus Syracuse Carolina is 13 and 5 against the Orange winning nine of the last 10 games in the series UNC is 4-0 in Chapel Hill all of which have been played in the Smith Center, the Dean Dome. Carolina is 9-2 since the Orange joined the ACC. UNC became the first program to win nine straight against the Orange. And man, oh man, the streak began back in 2015 and ended last March in the ACC tournament. And I'm going to talk to you about that ACC tournament because we all know it was one of the ugliest performances we've seen from the Tar Heels, I would say, in my entire time that I've been a Carolina fan that I can recall, right? Because I've been one since a baby born, bred dead, hello. And yet, that was that hurt my heart. <laughs> that made me reconsider. Like, we needed just a revamp the program. That was a lot of come to Jesus meetings, I'm sure, after that season. Coach Roy Williams is 10 and 5 against Syracuse, including 9 and 3 as head coach of the Tar Heels. So now you've got the series data. But I really, again, want to talk about when we last left our heroes. All right, Carolina and Syracuse split a pair of games 2019 to 2020 with the Tar Heels winning the, in the Carrier Dome 92 79, right? But then. You go down to the ACC tournament come March, and the Orange trounced the Tar Heels 81-53. 
12 days after they had gotten beat in Greensboro at the second round of the ACC tournament. It was ugly. Carolina started out okay, but then, whoo, child. I feel like, you know, we're going to go, we're going to, we're going to chalk it up to a pandemic. <laughs> we're going to chalk it up to just emotionally not invested and overwhelmed and just been a long season battling injuries from so many different players. Carolina just was not focused. They thought they were going to run the gambit. They assumed, you know, having Cole Anthony back, they, they were going to take their talents, win in the first weekend and go all the way to the championship game. Didn't quite happen like that, right? Carolina's win at Syracuse was the ninth consecutive consecutive triumph over the Orange, but Syracuse's 28-point victory was UNC's largest margin of defeat in an ACC tournament game ever. <laughs> so when I say it was ugly, it was ugly, right? You remember when Carolina beat NC State by like 50 points during that like snow makeup game when they had Dennis Smith Jr. and all the company and you're just like, oh yeah, it's just like so great. That's like on the flip side when your team only scores 50 points. It's just, mm, it's not great. It's not great at all. Carolina's 53 points in that loss was the fewest by ACC in an ACC tournament game since the 79-53 loss to Duke in 2001 title game, which again, I mean, kick us all the way down, right? We get it, right? Just harp on the fact that we we know how to get our tails whooped, and especially to Duke of all people. I mean, all right. Now, Carolina made a season-high 11 three-pointers in its win last year against Syracuse, including nine in the second half and had 25 assists on 33 field goals. 11 three-pointers. Woo! So if Leakey gets four tonight, let's say he even gets five, career high. Andrew gets two. Got about seven. Caleb scores his one. There's eight. I'm saying I'm going to give RJ one as well. That's nine. Who who we got? Kerwin. Kerwin. How could I forget about my man Kerwin? He can get a solid two, maybe even three, and they might go ahead and win this game. Kerwin is my shooter. I don't know how I forgot about my dog, right? Here we are. Kerwin, Kerwin, and the rest of the squad are going to get it done because they have to right? We've seen them struggle in the paint. We've seen them struggle with assists and creating opportunities for their bigs to score, but they're going to have to figure it out tonight. That's what I know. (laughs) Okay. Now Carolina's second half at Syracuse was the second most efficient offensive half of the season. Again, last year's game against Syracuse at the Carrier Dome gave some type of energy that Carolina could maybe be on the men, turning it around, figuring it out. And then, you know, when they did it on the ACC tournament, it was like, nah, not quite. When you saw them lose against Duke with Ty um, Jones scoring that point, you're like, eh, Trey Jones, excuse me, scoring that point. (sighs) That bucket where Duke's guys always just seem to figure it out the final seconds of the game, heartbreaking, right? But I do believe that Carolina is a different team because there is not going to be a deficit that Carolina cannot overcome. We've seen that throughout the entire season so far. So I'm hoping they have the energy that they did when they had the carrier dome. They bring it to the Dean Dome of, you know, from last year to this year. So we'll see. We got to give Carolina their props because they know how to score. We're just going to figure out when. <laughs> we'll talk about that. But if you're betting on tonight's game, please. Man, I'm saying bet the under. Okay, that's what I'm feeling like. Carolina's offense just hasn't been there. I believe it's uh, minus one, plus or minus 143 at this point on betonline.ag. I would bet the under. I'm feeling not great about Carolina's offense quite yet, but if you do, trust me, there's only one place that has you truly covered, and that's betonline.ag.
You got to sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on and you get 50% welcome bonus. Can't sit on the sidelines anymore? Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 2020 is thankfully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts. Now, how do the Tar Heels stack up against Syracuse. I mentioned yesterday that Carolina averages 72 points per game while Syracuse has 80. So again, 80 plus 72. Let's do our math, 152. Now, any other time, I would say yes, bet the over, but I'm talking about Carolina, and we've seen the past two games. Their ability to score has been one of their Achilles heels, no pun intended. So again, I would bet the under if I'm just you, okay? Their average points allowed from opponents is both even at 67. Carolina has 41% field goal percentage while Syracuse has 44. 67% free throw percentage while Syracuse has 77. Foul trouble. We can't see it. We can't do it, all right? Carolina is still on top with their rebounds because, again, we are not like last year. They've got 44 average while Syracuse has 39. But the two stats I don't want to harp on most are turnovers, right? 15 for Carolina, 13 for Syracuse on average. 13 assists for Carolina, 18 assists for the Orange. Now, Carolina has 60 assists and 65 turnovers in its four ACC games. Kerwin Walton has the best assist turnover ratio with 12 assists, which is still awful, and five turnovers, with Leaky Black next with 12 assists and seven turnovers. Now, you notice how the guys who are supposed to be leading our offense, Caleb Love, RJ Davis, are not listed. So that lets you know all you need to know about our backcourt and how they're doing right now, how they're performing. Again, do we, do we chalk it up to freshman woes, or do we say it's time to grow up? I don't know. I'm all about giving grace, but gosh, Lee. Can we just figure it out? No? Okay, cool. Now, Carolina's four big men have combined for 11 assists and 26 turnovers in conference play. And I would attribute most of those to Dayron and Walker. <laughs> because, you know, sometimes Garrison too, because I don't know, he can't catch cold at times. But, well, that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. However, I think once Walker finds his body, I think once Dayron figures out how to not make silly mistakes, they are going to be excellent big men. Now, I know you've been waiting since yesterday for the three keys to victory for Syracuse game, right? So I got number one. They got to control turnovers. Syracuse scored 27 points off 18 turnovers for UNC last time they played. The 27 points were the most by an opponent all last season in 2019. Number two, they've got to tame the mental mistakes. Syracuse outscored the Tar Heels 15-2 in fast break points in the ACC tournament last year. It was ugly, and they capitalized. So we cannot let them capitalize on our errors because we know we're going to make them because we've seen it time and time again. They could play a perfect game, but I'm just I'm living in my truth, and I just already know how it's going to be. Now, number three, they've got to create and maintain an offense. My God, feed your bigs. Don't, don't. However, stop taking the three. Just because it's not working for you, just because you feel like your shot's off, kick it out. 
right? Give it to Leaky. Give it to Andrew. Caleb, if you only make one three all night, I'm cool with that as long as it go in, right? So, Andrew, Kerwin, Caleb, Leaky, I'm looking at y'all like y'all gonna have to have a fire night. Somebody's gonna have to be on rhythm. Somebody's gonna have to be feeling themselves. Somebody's gonna have to be hot, right? Somebody is going to have to help Carolina seek its third ACC, ACC win on the year. So, that's my three takeaways. I feel as if, again, Carolina has the tools to be successful, but they're going to have to get out of their own way. Like I always said, this is Carolina's best game during the regular season. It was his worst game in the ACC tournament because they didn't even get a chance to play any more games after that. But my goodness, if there was ever a time to redeem yourself. Garrison, Andrew, Leakey, I'm feeling like you want a revenge game, Right. This is the time. I feel like you want to like let them know, show your presence. I feel like I say every game that this is Garrison's best game yet. But I just feel like it's coming. It has to, right? So go off tonight, fellas. We'll see that tonight again at 9 o'clock on ESPN. And make sure you live tweet with me at Locked on Heels. I look forward to talking with you then. And now we've got to end another day. We're talking about Carolina football. As much as I love getting the opportunity to do so, I want to know your thoughts on the championship game. So make sure you hit me up at Candace D. Cooper because, man, oh, man, I'm all about college football. Did you guys get your predictions right? Did you bet at betonline.ag? Did you make sure <laughs> that you knew that you had it locked and loaded? If you did, let me know what you thought. I would love to hear some feedback because it was wild. I ain't going to lie to you. I went to bed at halftime because it was getting out of hand. However, I feel like I already knew what the outcome's going to be as much as Ohio State was good on paper for the most part against other teams. Won't nobody beat Alabama. It just, it wasn't happening, right? But we're going to go into that and what Carolina could possibly be next year as they head into the college football season. More importantly, can they knock on the college football playoffs door? Ooh, I don't know. But if they want to knock on the door and they want to drive to victory, they got to do it with Rock Auto. And I'm going to tell you why. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often, often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning, like is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for your auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers i mean they have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet whether it's for your classic or daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered straight to your door the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate quickly See all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer. I mean, you can get anything that you need, right? That's can't argue with that. Best of all, right? Prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. 
Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? It's crazy. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com. Make sure you download, subscribe to Locked on Tar Heels podcast from anywhere you listen to podcasts. Again, available from all platforms. You can follow at Locked on Heels as we'll be live tweeting tonight's game. Carolina basketball against Syracuse. The Orange are going to try and take us down, but Carolina is feeling that victory coming up soon. I just already know it is happening. Okay. So got to keep it locked and make sure you follow up. Now, Again, I mentioned before, we went into all the college basketball talk. We talked about the national championship game, but I wanted to bring it on home and talk about why that relates to Carolina football, okay? Alabama won 52-24. Beautiful sight to see. Thank you for that over, okay? More importantly, though, for the way too early polls of the 2021 season, they got Carolina sitting at number seven. Right, so way too early top 25, got the Clemson Tigers, Alabama, Oklahoma, Georgia, Ohio State, Texas A&M, and then they got the Tar Heels. Now, when you're talking staples, Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, Georgia, Ohio State, Texas A&M, I mean, let's talk about it, right? We're sitting in the same conversation, same group as the Fighting Irish, the Florida Gators, Orange, the Orange Ducks. Why did I say Orange Ducks? Jesus, help me. I'm clearly hungry for Chinese food tonight. <sighs> Oregon Ducks, <laughs> Wisconsin, LSU, Texas, Penn State. I mean, you got to name it. They're up there. And we are in the top 10 conversation of the way too early polls. And hey, why not? Why not Carolina, right? I think it's just our time to be that. More importantly, there's other polls that have got us at number six in 24-7 sports, number seven in ESPN Plus Rivals, number nine in Stadium Fox Sports and CBS Sports. Number 14 in Bleacher Report and Sporting News, the the Athletic. But what do they know? Okay, we're top 10, period, but we don't ever play with us, okay? So, I'm just wondering how Carolina is going to get that done. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, maybe I'm doing too much, getting a little too hype, overselling it, because you know I got to keep I'm – lo- I'm good for keeping Carolina football humble now, because, you know, they love to be too big for their bridges, and they don't perform, and they drop games like FSU and Virginia. But I'm not going to digress today. But here I am telling you. I can feel confident that Carolina football is going to get it done because we got a new graduate transfer, Tyson Chandler, coming to Carolina, saying in a quote, you know, those infamous notes uh, posts on Twitter and Instagram, I would like to thank the University of Tennessee and the Fall Nation community for supporting me during my years at UTK. I am thankful for the athletic and academic departments that allowed me to learn both physically and academically. I've gained friendship and experiences that will be with me always. With that being said, I've decided to use my last eligibility year to grad transfer to the University of North Carolina. Well, have mercy. I look forward to the journey that I'm about to go on and friendships that I will make with my new teammates. 2021 is going to be a special season in Chapel Hill, and I can't wait to get there to being to work. Thank you for the opportunity. Go Heels. Okay, look, you better know Go Heels, period. Got him, Tyson. Welcome to the family. All right. Now listen, okay? Don't play with us. I'm about to be hyped all season. 
I don't think everyone understands. Y'all thought I was annoying before. Wait till Notre Dame resigns and comes on with the ACC and I talk my junk. Then, child, you ain't gonna tell me nothing. Do you hear me? Tyson Chandler, a 5'11", 205-pound Nashville, Tennessee native, appeared in 46 games with 25 starts during his four years at Tennessee. Okay, he ranks number five all-time in all-purpose yards for the university. He rushed for over 2,000 yards and 13 touchdowns on 421 carries during his time as a volunteer. He also caught 58 passes for 465 yards and three touchdowns. Lastly, he returned kickoffs. Whoo, hallelujah. Bye, Dad. Okay, we need to kick off people, for which he averaged 22.3 yards that returned with the score and his total 724 Kickoff return yards ranks number 14 in school history. So I'm just sitting, trying to say we ain't got no lightweights coming to Carolina. All right. We just lock and load and reloaded, period. Chandler led t- Tennessee in rushing in 2018 and was second in 2020. He just entered the portal a week ago. So maybe he saw the, the Carolina-Texas A&M game and said to himself, hmm, Maybe I have an opportunity to do something special here without Javante, without Michael. He saw, hey, Carolina clearly needs some backfield help. So why not take my talents over there to Chapel Hill and do what I got to do? So he'll enroll in the spring semester on January 19th. And we want to thank some former Tennessee assistants, UNC running back coaches Robert Gillespie and got Tommy Thigpen teaming up to recruit Chandler to Knoxville. Gillespie, who now coaches the heel running back, was Chandler's position coach for his freshman season. All right now, I'm just trying to say, I know y'all excited. Y'all better be feeling good. This is a huge day for Carolina football. It's a new day. Y'all was over here thinking we was going to be poo. We got Heisman Heisman Howell on the tracks. I'm just saying, Juju on that beat. (laughs) I feel good. I'm feeling great about Carolina athletics. I think that we are on to something with this Mac Brown hire. I think he's brought a brand and image and presence that's truly going to take the Tar Heels to the next level. Now, all it'll come down to is can they execute? Can they dial in? Can they have a regular season? Please, God, can we figure this out by the summer? So we can have a full season with no hiccups, no delays, all of that good stuff. I'm just ready. Everyone stay healthy. And wow, we the sky's the limit. The ceiling is the roof. Just trying to say, you heard it here first, okay? It's so many good things that are able to happen for Carolina. I think if we just dial in and focus and not let little one-offs slip up, we don't want any bad losses. We can have a tough loss. We can have a loss against a ranked team. But please, Lord. Let us not get in our way next season. 2021 is going to be it. I'm claiming it. Undefeated. Here we go. I said it this year. I was playing, but now I mean it. We're going undefeated next season. You heard it here on record. Hottest take of the day. Quote me if you want to. Whatever. Hit me up at at Candace D. Cooper. Carolina's going undefeated next football season. Whoop. There it is. All right? Book it. Now, make sure you guys come back tomorrow because I'm going to be talking to you more junk either about how Carolina won or Carolina basketball lost. And if they lost, it's going to be way harsher junk because this is getting ridiculous, right? I'm, I'm over it. So hopefully we'll see a Carolina win. And make sure you guys, again, live tweet with me at Candace D. Cooper or at Locked on Heels as we discuss the Tar Heels taking on the Orange at 9 p.m. on ESPN. I will be there. Hope to see you too. Make sure you stay smart and safe out there. Have a happy tomorrow, which is Wednesday, hump day. And as always, go Heels. 
You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.